put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Welcome to Hex Rated, where we three witches will take you on a magical journey through foul language and hilarious judgments. Hey everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode four. Hex rated. I'm Lily. I'm Blackbird. I'm Scarlet. We're going to be your guides in this magical and hilarious and judgment filled journey. I think this one's going to end up being slightly less hilarious and mostly judgment. Oh, I, I have judgment. I'm using my witch skills to divine that that's going to be the nature of this episode. I'm just feeling a vibe, you guys. Such a pleasant evening. For it ju- is. For judgment. <laughs> so what's new with you guys? What's well, yeah. I bought this new Oracle deck. Yeah. Not a tarot deck, an Oracle deck. Yeah, it's called the Earthbound <laughs> I totally said that judgmentally. Yeah. I didn't. I just meant it as an observation. But Already see? starting with the judgment. So that's an, that's an Oracle deck, right? It's, yeah. not a, it's not a tarot deck? No, it's mm, an Oracle yeah, deck. It's yeah. called the Earthbound so Oracle. Snobbery. I am pretty excited about it. It's got 50 cards. I got it on Etsy. Is it hard to, to shuffle the cards with those training wheels on them? Yeah. Wow. Oh, sorry. I didn't. Whoa. I don't even know where that came from. It just sounded such good. Fucking, is there such a thing as a tarot burn? Because that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. It was not good. A tarot burn. Yeah. I don't read tarot. So. So fuck y'all. So whatever. <laughs> that's that's what I just fucking said. Whatever. I'm looking oh over here God. now. Aww. My internet can't even see. I'm sorry. Turn my face I'm sorry, away. Lily. I love she's, you. She's not sorry. Let's never fight again. <laughs> it's a beautiful deck if anybody's interested in yes. uh, checking it sorry. out. Sorry. It, it yeah. actually is quite lovely and, and I want to Scarlett's just jealous. Put she my fingers all on it. She's yeah. trying to do a reading there in like the few minutes we had to get our shit together. She's like, I'm going to do a reading right now. Fuck it. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, it's from skullgarden.net if anybody wants oh, to check it out. They're nice. on the internet. It's it's really nice. And the it's artist. Called the Earthbound Oracle. Yeah. The art is really phenomenal. It's beautiful. Yeah. You said it was 56 cards? 50 cards. 50, yeah. okay. Oh, nice. And just they're all kind of like, even. just they've got a, a keyword on them. Yeah, there's just keywords. I haven't like gone through and like looked through and like seen everything that the artist has done to like relate certain cards to each other visually, but I plan on doing that later. It's really beautiful imagery. Because mm-hmm. I, I did notice that some of them have this purple crystal which i assume is amethyst on it and some of them don't have amethyst and like some of them have other color schemes and stuff mm. like that did it come with a book no no book i just get to figure it oh, all out on my own she's on adventure oh, yeah. that's exciting oh, i prefer I like that. Mm, so intuitive i like it what's up with you miss scarlet well i come from a very political family mm. and uh and my dad's like this living encyclopedia of the history of of all history. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. He uh he pretty much knows like all world geography. Like he's famous for for talking to cabbies and being like, "Where are you from?" and they're all suspicious about divulging that information and then my dad's like, "Oh, you know, the the capital's this and that." And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, where are you from?" And they're like, "Oh, this random place." And he's like, "That's about 30 miles uh northwest, right?" And they're like, 
what who the are you fuck is man? happening right now and he's like so what's what's the population it's like what about you know uh two million or and they're like uh yeah that's exactly correct and he's like and you got your independence from you know wherever uh, in this year and they're like I don't, yeah, I think that sounds right. I don't, I don't even know. It's like he's a ringer for cab trivia or something. Yeah, no, but he, he seriously knows everything about American history and politics, Texas history, politics, world history and politics. He's, he's like this savant about it. So, and because there was the uh, second Republican debate this week, which was a very special kind of entertainment. It got me thinking, um, my newsfeed popped up with, uh, well, actually you, Blackbird sent me this link. I did. That it was brujas in Brooklyn that were cursing Donald Trump. And it, it's fucking hilarious. Fantastic yeah. expenditure of time and resources. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's just a real, you can probably just Google it on YouTube or something. I can't, does that make you sense? Google on YouTube. Google it Google on, it on Google the YouTube. Google has just become synonymous with looking it up. Or as my dad would say, uh, dial up something on the WW. <laughs> That's nice. I like that. Online. That makes sense. Oh, your dad yeah. is so cute. Yeah. It seems foreign to me because all of like the older people in my family are from New York. So it's a totally different flavor. So I hear your dad and I'm like, oh, that's so adorable. No, I hear my dad and I'm like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> my mom always like, I typed it and I asked the Google. <laughs> like it's a magic oracle in the sky. It kind of is. My, my dad calls yeah. everything on the internet the blog. He's <laughs> like, I was reading on the blog the other day. I'm like, which blog, dad? The blog. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> the life blog. But anyway, yeah. um, I really enjoyed the video, and it, it, it's it's just real quick and tongue-in-cheek. It's um, some some actual Santeria practitioners and um, some other New Age dabblers and witches and whatnot, and just enacting various uh, fairly common uh, charms and spells to hex somebody. Um, there was a spell to, like, you know, put, put his photo in a jar of water and put it in the freezer to freeze him. And uh, and things like that. Um, someone did a spell to make his hair fall out, um, but it got me thinking about the idea of of like political activism and witchcraft. And parallel to that, we were also talking about well, Lily, you were you were asking us uh, advice and if you should be excused from what was it like a. A Halloween oh, party yeah, or something? Yeah. No, it was a fall festival. I am an elementary school teacher, and they decided uh, to have our fall festival, which is a yearly event, on Halloween Day, which is you know falls on a Saturday this year, which doesn't make any sense because it's not Halloween themed. It's just fall festival themed, and they're going to be competing with all of the other actual Halloween events that children want to go to on top of Halloween itself. So it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Plus, you know, that weekend is an actual holiday weekend for not just pagans because it's all, uh, all Saints Day and Dia de los Muertos is on Sunday. So it is a, a holiday weekend. And then obviously for pagans, like it's Halloween, it's Samhain, it's an also an actual holiday. I'm like, I got shit to do. I got ancestors to like fucking talk to. Yeah, to talk to and <laughs> to drink a beer with, you know, I can't. I can't be at your stupid fall festival. Yeah, but then. What's the de- like? Are you, it, do you you work at a public school, correct? It is a charter school, What's but okay. charter schools are technically public. But it's schools. not like a religiously affili- affiliated oh, no. school. Okay. No, not in any way. But right. moral of the story is you wanted to not go to this fucking bullsh and you were going to yeah. try to be like, well, I, uh, I have a religious obligation. Right. But, I mean, do you feel like that would be not well-received or... 
I ultimately decided that it wouldn't be because here's the thing. Technically, I cannot be like persecuted or anything like that for it because it's a free country and it's a public school and you know well, I, I mean you could be you would just be able to sue them later oh yeah exactly like it just wouldn't be a smart move on their part but it would change the way in which i am viewed by my like fellow peer like by my peers by my fellow teachers and by the administration because for better or for worse we're in texas we're like deep in the Bible Belt, where it's fact, yeah, deep in mm. Christian territory, which isn't like a bad thing, like whatever. Until it kind it, of a little bit. Well, until it comes to things like be. this, where yeah. you know you are viewed as this weird enemy. Reality is, even atheists are viewed in a better light than witches and pagans in a lot of ways and in a lot of times, because they're just like pretending to because the mindset is atheists are just pretending things don't exist witchcraft and paganism is like a worst case scenario an active worship of satan who is you know obviously the antagonist in the christian storyline so a lot of the teachers i work with are really fabulous educators and are great people and i know that as soon as they as soon as they found out I considered myself a witch, that it would change their opinion of me. And that is detrimental well, to yeah. the workplace environment. Going Well, going a step further for what you do, you teach children. Oh, my God. That could result in some kind of crazy fucking newspaper oh, story yeah. about how you're teaching their children witchcraft. So when you say that you feel like they would see you differently, do you think that that's more like they would think that you're immoral or that you're a flake or that like like what? I mean, there, there's like obviously a whole gamut of, of negative things like that you're dangerous in some way oh, or that. Yes, dangerous and immoral, I think. Definitely. I mean, I don't even bring up my uh, political ideas and people like the thing is, the other teachers have no problem telling me that they I don't know that they hate Obama or that global warming is fake or that creationism is the way to go. Or, you know, they talk to me about Jesus because I am a woman of European descent. And the default is I in texas is that i am then a conservative christian that's the default so they assume that that is what i am and that is how they speak to me and i just smile and like nod and i'm like okay cool whatever but if i spoke to them in that same tone if i said my beliefs about the bible or about politics or about feminism or anything like that religion spirituality in just like that matter of fact way it would be incredibly offensive to them. Yep, man, we work in the same kind of place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm in the exact same boat where I'm at. I'm in an industry that's full of Texas good old boys that, you know, honestly, I think the only difference, or one of the main differences is that you work with a lot of um, women mm -hmm. who probably do talk more openly about things in general. I think men, I mean, it's it, we don't really talk a lot about, people will try to talk politics at lunch or whatever, but they all know that I'm pretty liberals so <laughs> they steer away the conversation away from me but um but like that being said i don't walk in and go yay liberal shit you know i mean I, there, I, there's no safety there mm -hmm. and and i've actively been persecuted in another job for political beliefs and i mean 
Oh my god! If I mentioned the, if I said, yeah, I'm a witch. Holy shit! Yeah. That is the word witch is yeah so heavily charged, more charged charged than the word atheist or agnostic or pagan. The word Absolutely. witch has a lot of uh, yeah. I mean, I, I behind it. like the sort of bite that it has to it, but um, so when. So I don't really have an issue at my workplace because I work with my dad and my husband and they're they're pretty much... They kind of uh, know what you're about. Yeah, they, they kind of know what the deal is. And then the other thing, of course, is like I've always had like pink or red hair and I dress super goth. So I think that, that people kind of kind of get the witch vibe from afar. Um, so it's not super surprising or shocking or anything. But I mean, do you guys feel like if you were like really public about witchcraft or being liberal or, or whatever it is that, that people would try to force you out or, you know, um, respect you less at work or try to try to demote you in something like, do, I mean, what, what real consequences do you think would occur or just, just kind of a general suspicion? I think, um, and, and maybe I'm not right, but I would feel like yes, the the threat of losing my job or getting forced out or getting possibly demoted or just getting like the cold shoulder from people that I actually have to deal with every day to do my job. I think it would happen for sure. Mm. And I and again, maybe I'm misjudging, and I sure hope I am. But I've already had some mild altercations in the political realm with some people at the current place I'm in, and. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> nothing, I mean, nothing happened to me. It, there w- there was a guy that just, like, wouldn't talk to me anymore, and I kind of needed to talk to him about, you know, stuff. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's almost like I hate being that person that's afraid to take that risk, but I also have to pay my mortgage and feed myself and wear clothes, so... Yeah, I mean, I feel like, in principle, like, oh, well, it's the First Amendment, and you yeah. could totally sue their pants off, but, like... Obviously, on a practical level, if you're getting shut out at your job, um, trying to prove discrimination would be very difficult going through the process of trying right. to get. And then, of course, if if you did win some kind of suit, you still would probably want to find a new job. Well, I think, and I think <laughs> like, that's the thing. The further along I get on this spiritual path, um, I really do realize that what I'm doing currently doesn't really serve me so well anymore. I mean, yes, it pays the bills, but it's really not what I'm looking to do for the rest of my life so i'm trying to get more in line of doing something that that will and that won't that that i don't have to worry about being judged for who i really am because there's fucking nothing wrong with me it's true Uh, do you feel like um in yuck so my inner circle you know my my husband and my my father and everything because i've been practicing witchcraft since i was like itsy bitsy like eight or nine so they kind of knew what the deal was but do you feel like with your your kind of closer circle, like your your friends or your family, or um, maybe going further back, like your classmates in school, what, did you all ever experience any kind of discrimination or negative reaction from people that were a little bit closer than coworkers? You know, I don't really talk about it with anyone outside of this circle right here and then the more outer circles of our uncoven but it's I don't talk about it at work and I don't really talk about religion or spirituality with my family in a real sense we talk about it in a in a theoretical sense because my father is 
Italian and he was raised in New York, Roman Catholic. And my mother was never even baptized. So she comes at it from like a totally different angle. And so we talk about it like theoretically, but not in a real like, well, what do you actually believe sort of way? And with friends who I have who are not part of this uh, uncoven and who aren't part of the, the witch times, I don't really talk about it to them at all. And actually, it's funny because the people I work with, I think a lot of them know I'm not Christian because of little comments I've made. But I, I know for a fact a lot of them just think I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Because I apparently have a Jewish look, which is super offensive. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> like, what? Because I get asked, uh, this is totally off topic. I have gotten asked on several occasions, just straight out, like, are you Jewish? It's like, why do you think that that is an appropriate thing to ask someone? Like, do I look Jewish? <laughs> and what would that mean? Like, what? Yeah, what is the Jewish look to you? That's kind of crazy it's kind of terrible anti-semitic yeah Yeah, it's not it's it's not nice you think you're being like nice and accepting to me who by the way not jewish never been jewish as far as i know it's it would be okay if you were yeah like there's uh, yeah no it would be totally okay jews are great but it's just it's just weird that people think Uh, that there's some kind of jewy stereotype or or that that's okay to to just ask somebody. somebody yeah yeah that's Texas, dude. That's but, and it's never live. like, are you German? You look German. I mean, that doesn't happen. Are you Jewish? Like, yeah. the weirdest things. Like, um, I was at a staff development, and this guy from a different campus within my school district just comes and sits next to me. No idea who this dude is. And he's like, are you Jewish? And I was just like, was so uncomfortable. I was like, <laughs> no. He was like, oh, I thought you were Jewish. That's and I was trying weird. to like, yeah, I gathered that. Yeah. And I was trying to make a joke and I was like, uh, do I look Jewish? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, what? And he was like, he was like, oh, I, you know, I'm Jewish. I'm just trying to find my people. Is I was he like, really? I was like, are you? Re- I was just, let's just not talk anymore. You and me, let's just not talk. That That's not an appropriate not thing to correct. say. Yeah. So my, my mm. parents are pretty chill, but I, one of my most awesome memories of high school was um i dated this guy for like a hot minute like a couple of weeks my senior year and then a month later i heard that he tried to go to a house party and one of his classmates moms she was the the lady of the house refused to let him into the party because he was with this other girl and she thought that this other girl was me and was like, I don't, I won't let a witch in my house. So what? I, yeah, I got kicked out of a party I wasn't even at. That's amazing. It was the best. It was also like terrible. all the glory without any of the inconvenience. That's wow. pretty good. I, that's a great screaming. Yeah, or screaming. That's awesome. That's pretty rad. But I did get the thing like in grade school a lot because um, I was, I was kind of like this Wednesday Adams kind of nerdy teacher's pet kid. And really goth and stuff. And, you know, like in elementary school, like second grade through like sixth grade, the kids were always like, oh, you're a witch. And I'm like, yeah, that that is accurate. You're like not insulting um, me. So, <laughs> so there is like some of that. But um, other than that, I mean, I, I'm, I like starting shit. So nice. I, tend, I tend to not have a problem with being confrontational with people. And I was going to ask you guys, so nowadays when people do directly ask me like what religion I am or whatever, I, I usually just say I practice witchcraft. 
and it usually really freaks people out, <laughs> which is not my intention. I had some Mormons knock on my door a few <laughs> months ago, and they were like, hi, we're, we're from the Church of Latter-day Saints, and have you ever heard of it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have. And they were like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, I have, I have the internet and stuff. And um, I saw that musical. Yeah, I, I I pulled that on them, and I don't think that they didn't get it. They didn't know Aww, I saw that. That's was, so yeah, sad. I felt oh. bad. But they were like, um, uh, "Do you mind if if we, if we ask you like what what's your what do you believe in or what do you practice?" And I go, "Oh, I practice witchcraft." And they were like, <sighs> "But they were so cute." It was these two girls with these like weird like below the knee skirts, and did and their eyes get really big? Yeah. Well, and okay, and they're not allowed to swear, so they go. Uh, oh geez. gosh <laughs> they said gosh oh they're not from minnesota chill out they weren't like oh god oh, oh geez oh, they're like oh oh gosh <laughs> they go no one's ever said that before that's amazing <laughs> and and then they go are you from here <laughs> and i was like yeah Born i don't i don't raised. i was like you know i'm from from hogwarts um <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what that that has to do with it but um they're very sweet and and I felt bad because I wasn't trying to to scandalize them. Did they did they stop peddling their Mormon wares to you? Um they kind of they kind of dialed it down a little bit. They yeah. but they well then they tried to ask who else lived in the house with me if maybe they would uh-huh. be interested and um but but um and I've noticed when I lived in New York there are a lot of people that are like excuse me do you have a minute to talk about our Lord Jesus Christ or whatever. And, um, uh, one of my f- people I was hanging out with at the time was like this really militant atheist. And so he jumps right in being like, I'm atheist. And, but they have a script for that. They're right. like totally prepared to yes. deal with that. And it, it's not a persuasive argument, but they have like a little set thing that they're kind of supposed to reply to that. And, um, they've they got turn- nothing for witchcraft. And I was like, I practice witchcraft. And they're like, okay, well, Gotta we're go. going to move on. <laughs> You are clearly lost. Yeah, the they weren't really ready for that one. But um, I used to say pagan. I used to just be like, I'm pagan, which is also accurate. But I feel like that that was kind of a cop out. Like, I felt like I was saying that to not say something that I knew was going to be controversial. So and I, I never I tend to always correct people if they say I'm Wiccan because I get that a lot, too, yeah. because now people yeah. are more familiar with that term. And the people that don't know anything about Wicca or witchcraft tend to think of it as being sort of a PC term for witchcraft and paganism and everything. And it's, it's not, it's a very specific uh, tradition, just the way like, you know, like a formal religion. Yeah. It'd yeah. be like the difference between being Baptist or Episcopalian or something. You're all Christians, but it's di- very different denominations. Right. Um, so I tend to, to be pretty quick to correct people about that. Which which is hard because they they think that they're trying to be polite and and I'm like that's that's the wrong word but are you using the analogy of it's like different denominations of Christianity for example people tend to to get that a little better but what do you I mean if someone asked you point blank that you knew I don't know middling well you know yeah um, not a coworker yeah where you didn't where you felt like you could be candid but you didn't know them super well like what would you how would you reply I think some- I like your answer I think I'm I mean I haven't been asked that point blank in many a year so but I think now I would say that someone actually someone did ask me recently it was somebody I felt fairly comfortable with and I, I said that I said I practice witchcraft I believe in lots of things <laughs> 
believe, believe in lots of things. things. I feel special How, like around certain yeah. trees. Don't bring that back. Don't bring that back. <laughs> Tell me, wh- what would what would you say? I don't know. You know, if it was a work colleague, yeah. I would think of something PC to say. If it was another teacher, I'd be I like... I think your problem is you just called people at your job colleagues. Mm. Yeah, they're fucking not. Yeah. Co-workers. Colleagues. Mm. My co-workers. If my co-workers said something I think of... Asked me, I would think of something like PC to say or like dodge the question. I don't even know what not, I'd say. Would you be like, I'm, I'm spiritual but not religious? I probably would say I probably that. would just too. To like just get to it fucking dropped, keep my job. You know, just to like not have to discuss it anymore. I work with people that use like fucking proverbs on their email signature lines and shit. I mean, right? Dude, it's really... I, listen, Christians, God love you, but there's no need... like. There are other people besides you. This is the problem. Like when I'm working, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want your shit in my face. I don't know. Is that horrible to say? No, it's you not can cut horrible this out. to say. But I just feel like work is work and I am not here to, um, oh, wow. Honestly, if somebody asked me at work, I'd be like, this is not a professional question right? for you to be asking me. Well, it'd exactly. be like if in your email signature you had stuff about like, your most recent medical test results it's just, <laughs> or like your bank statement. It's just well, like at work, like it's just extraneous information that doesn't really have to do with, with anything. But that's the thing is that they, and you know, I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. I don't feel like I need to shout my spirituality from the rooftops for everyone to hear. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of information about evangelizing, you know, like they got to get the word out maybe this is one way but it it's it's off-putting at the least and oh for God, me is. for for me and that's just like the mild shit i've gotten full-on you know glowing golden flying jesus <laughs> pictures sent to me <laughs> at work yeah at fucking work that's kind like of mass awesome, emails it is really. it is less than awesome that kind of has died down now but there's still people that figure out a way how to, you know, make commas and, you know, the greater and less than signs is like a fish. Oh, like, gosh, all right. stupid fish. You know what's you wanna know something stupid hilarious? Jesus fish. Um, Tell me. The, so my school is mostly Hindu anyways. Right. And then Muslim and a minority Christian, as far as the students go, um, my admin to get a, like in order for them to be able to put up a Christmas tree, they got around it by saying it's like a holiday tree or shrubbery or something. And a I holiday was like, shrubbery. I was like, I like that. I can totally get behind a holiday shrubbery. Well, it was sure. just like the spirit in which it was done. I was like, oh my God, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like you're, you're trying so hard to get a Christmas tree in here without even realizing that the, like the history, a, the history of the Christmas tree, because you would find this ironic if you realized the history of the Christmas tree. Right. And like, be like, no one is persecuting you because you're not allowed to have a Christmas tree in the front office this like or you're not allowed to say like to send out a flyer that says merry christmas to the hindu children like no one is persecuting you because of that yeah i don't get the whole war on christmas at all it's not a thing it doesn't exist it's not a fu- like can I we talk about the christmas. war on halloween where yeah, there's right? like no, shelf there's space being taken away well, from halloween and think, it's fucking September. Well, I think Lily's point to have the fall festival on the day of Halloween is is case in point. I mean, you can't tell me 
that they don't realize that that's fucking Halloween. And they're like, no, come to our thing because it's super and awesome and not at all pagan and things. They're doing it at my work, too. Oh, we're going to bring all the kids here to work and have a trunk candy party. I'm like, that's called fucking Halloween. And guess what? You can do that in neighborhoods, too. You don't have to bring them to. I'd be fucking pissed at my parents. Right? No <laughs> shit. <laughs> that, that's. I would feel really. Well, they do it. Off. They do it at Christian churches too. They're like, "Come to our parking lot of candy, mm, the trunk or treating." Yes, exactly. That's, oh my god! They well, try like, to save your soul. Fuck candy. that! I think. Well, and they don't like. I, I don't, don't even know it. if they call it trunk or treat anymore because they don't want it associated with Halloween. It's like fall candy times. <laughs> it's yeah, like stop demonizing things that you don't fucking know about. That's really what it boils down yeah. to. Or if you're going to demonize it, use the actual demons. Yeah. That too. Like we yeah, got them. Right? <laughs> oh, we got them. The sh- but um, uh, yeah. I, I found also, so um, I just thought of this. the other, uh, So last month I got a massage, um, not, uh, just a regular one, not a sexy one. Aww. And um, But the most of the people at Massage Envy being a chain are just like, you know, people that oh, that's right. That that are just into the kind of medical therapeutic aspect of it. But um, my therapist that I got was actually um, kind of more into holistic medicine, and I don't know her whole story, but um, I think she she does some Reiki and chakras. And um, so after the massage, she was like, "Can I ask you? Do you do you do anything with the the supernatural or spiritual?" Or and I was like, and weirdly enough my response was like well i read tarot um which ah. was a was a i didn't even realize that i used that as a hedge but people seem to kind of like be okay they think that it's kind of interesting and quirky usually um and then obviously if they are familiar with tarot or something we'll kind of jump in and shoot so of course then she was like oh okay because i'm a medium and she's Eastern European, so it was it was kind of cute the way she said it. Whereas normally when American people are like, I'm a medium, I'm like, medium asshole, like, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, yeah. um, so and she so then she opened up this conversation about she was like, oh, well, I sensed these different things when I was doing massage. And, you know, I, I was pretty confident that you were into some sort of, you know, spiritual practice or something. And so we started talking about that a little bit, but um, I thought that that was a really interesting exchange of um, sort of code that I wasn't even aware of. And I just thought about it right now that, that I kind of threw that out there as like tarot is kind of being sort of a neutral kind of, I'm into to divination. Like, I don't want to freak or you new out. Age kind of stuff that, yeah. that people could either be like, Oh, haha, that that's silly. I don't believe in that. And you'd be like, yeah, whatever. O- or, you know, if you're, if you are into that, then it's sort of code for someone to kind of jump in and be like, Oh, well I'm in, you know, and then kind of broach a conversation about spirituality. But isn't uh, that like, Oh, that defeats me. You know, like we shouldn't have to, you know, <laughs> but right. I would do the same thing. Because, you know, you don't you don't know about people. And now little kids, you know, with your I practice witchcraft story with the Mormons. That's fine. Oh, I love telling little kids like kids will be like, Mommy, look, is that lady a witch? And I'm like, I am a witch. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, 
where did how did you learn to be a witch and i was like well i didn't get to go to hogwarts because it's really far away but i read lots of books and i was like but i read a lot of books keep reading and kids I was like, yeah moral of the story books turn you into a witch it's, no actually that is actually true yeah because the my bible mom, says that even my mom's a librarian and i just would hang out in the 133s and read all the paranormal like ufos and and astrology and tarot and and ghosts and and all all of the the weird shit and got into all of that so, so it's actually true blackbird whoa how do you discuss if at all uh witchcraft with your mom actually well i don't use the word witchcraft probably have i i may have i don't know I'm very like, I think like you explained how you t- speak with your family and kind of generalities and, and theory, basically. I think that's kind of what I do with my mm-hmm. mom. My mother, though, surprisingly, I'm waiting is for Is 80? <laughs> she is also 80. But she is not as, uh, she she's not traditional. She, she was um, raised like some kind of evangelical faction of Christianity and then converted to Catholicism when she was... Um, 19 or 20 and then promptly left the Catholic church when it uh, went to Vatican II because they didn't speak Latin anymore. And she was like, fuck that. I learned Latin. You suck. I'm out. And she like basically dropped the mic and left the Catholic church forever. And like when we were young, she would drag us around to Episcopalian churches or whatever. She probably just thought it was a good idea for us to go to church on Sundays. I mean, I was never really into it, but you know, I think now she's kind of like, I don't know what I believe. Like she's been, and she's been like that for 20 or 30, 30, maybe 30 or 40 years, 30, 30 years at least where she has not had any traditionally held Christian belief. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if like Vatican II snapped her or something, but either way she has not, it would be relatively easy. And she's always known that there's like, I mean, she knows that I do tarot and she, she knows that, like I'm into, you know, occult type things. I've just never come out and said, yeah, mom, I practice witchcraft. What's up? And and I don't think she'd be taken aback, although I don't know that she would really like know how to process that information. <laughs> really? I don't I don't know. I'd have to really explain to her like what it all means. But I've told her about some of the things that we do and she thinks it's kind of cool. So I don't know. My yeah. sister's totally down. My yeah. sister's like, when can I join your coven? <laughs> like, it's not a, it's not really a coven. It's not a coven. You live in New it's York. It's an uncoven. I live in New York. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of that same place with, um, with my parents, and I think that they suspect something that we just don't ever like discuss. And then, um, cause I was raised a uh, Catholic kind of, my dad felt like because he went to Catholic school and did the whole thing that he like did his time. Right. So, uh, growing up, my dad never wanted to go to church or do any of that. Yeah. Um, until we moved to Texas and then everyone, like you meet people and they're like, Oh, Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. What church do you go to? And my dad's like, Oh, we're Catholic. And they're like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Down the street is Catholic. You should talk to them. But that's like, you think we all hang out? Like that's really weird. Well, like Houston is 
that kind of place. Well, they're probably like that here too. I yeah. just don't talk to my fucking neighbors because but I'm a dick. What's funny about Catholicism is that it is also considered like the other with oh, yeah. Christianity yeah. here yep. in Texas because uh, there was this girl in high school who I was not friends with. Like we didn't hang out outside of high school, but we had some classes together and she's really, really nice. And she obviously thought I was nice because she was trying to convert me. And that was her way of being like, I think you're great. I hope you don't go to hell. And I'm like, I know this is coming from a nice place, but this is not really an appropriate thing. So she was like giving me the whole spiel. And I was like, whoa, dude, listen, like I was raised Catholic. Like I, I understand Christianity and I it, actively like reject it. And um, she was like, that's the problem. You were raised Catholic. They're not really Christian. I was like, wow. I'm sorry, what did you just what? say? She was like they don't accept Jesus into their hearts. And I was like, first off, that's true. The spleen area is more comfortable for Jesus is what the Catholics have decided. What? <laughs> it's I'm also like, like, I'm like, uh, I, we're, I'm the, sorry, we're the, the original, OGs because we fucking like, that, that new testament that you're just like throwing his at me. Body. The Catholic Church compiled the New Testament. Yeah. All of those books were hand oh. picked. Like, don't come at me. Like, don't come at me. <laughs> don't come at me like that, bro. But it was like, ah. It For was a brief so moment ridiculous. in time, I was also a full fledged Catholic. I also converted to Catholicism at like 19 or 20 after spending most of my high school career, like, as an uh, occult practitioner. All of a sudden, I I felt I'm gonna be straight up honest. I fell super in love with the pomp and circumstance of. Did the you Catholic. do an Anne Rice? I kind of, I might have. I don't know. Tell me. Well, what did she she, do? she got like she converted to Catholicism, wrote a couple of nonfiction historical novels, and then uh, pieced out again. It was like, never mind, J.K. Well, yeah, except it's, minus the historical novels, but yes. You, you should do that, though. Here's the I thing. should, like, but it's too late now. That time has come and gone. I have a total soft spot in my heart for Catholicism. Oh, man. One, because I was raised with it. It's so fucking it's, beautiful. It feels like very comforting. Yes. There's a lot of things that I could get behind in Catholicism. And then so many um, that you can't. Disagree. So many that I can't. Yeah. I, but, um, I think that's what happened is like at some magical point in my 21 There's or 22 year old life shit I was like, in Catholicism there is, too. but then it is super fucked up and i i mean not to diss anybody's religion out there but i i think i just like got to college and was like well or got to my second college <laughs> i was like Oh man, there's a statue of the Virgin Mary standing on a snake, and that is a fucking not a Catholic symbol. Gotta go. I I just kind of woke up to the whole like when God was a woman concept, and was like, yeah, I can't. What am I doing? Yeah, this I, is fake. Get me out. My parents are kind of. I mean, they're nominally. Yeah. What are your parents? Presbyterian, know. which is basically <laughs> Presbyterians. It's it's a Scottish form of Calvinism, and it's very much like. Let's not hold hands. Let's not talk about our feelings. There's like no demonstrative. Let's anything. not have uh, like a big fancy church where we stand up and sing and stuff. And when I was really little, my parents, we would go to Sunday school a little bit because they just kind of felt like, oh, I guess that's what responsible right. parents do. But um, it quickly became where I would just stay home on Sundays and watch roller derby with my dad and way better and um then i started going to an episcopalian school in second grade and i was like y'all i'm going to chapel every day 
this is not happening on Sundays. So I shut that down and then we never went to church ever. That's awesome. But the thing Did is you like, have to keep going to that school. Yeah, I went to that school. Uh, I mean, it was no big deal. No. Um, I, I didn't know if you were like, I'm shutting the whole thing down. No, I mean, Episcopal, see, this is why I disagree with y'all about the appeal of Catholicism because mm. Episcopalians have all that shit, but they don't have some of the other crippity crap. Like, they don't believe in transubstantiation, which is fucking, fucking gross. Fucking crazy. Fucking gross. Yeah. That you're really drinking blood. Yeah. Good That's times. fucking weird. Uh, magic, uh, but it but it's all they have all the beautiful. I was, right, I was Episcopalian before I converted, and to and so they yeah. ordain women, yeah. which is it's rad. super better. Yeah, yeah um, but yeah. when I was in fifth grade, um, we had this like Q and A with one of the the priests who was much less cool than the British priest we had, who was super amazing. And this guy, someone asked him, "Do do animals go to heaven?" And oh, he said. Weird. No, because they don't have souls. And I was like, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> nope. Gotta go. See, because I was Not always true. like, I, I I mean, ever since I was raised on like mythology and I was really, like I said, I was really into like weird cult stuff. Like little kids, like all, I think all little kids go through like a big Egypt phase and like a mm-hmm. Bigfoot phase and UFO, like all kids just love weird shit. And I was always like that. And I just never was interested in Christianity. It just didn't make any sense to me. Um, I just didn't like any of the characters. I didn't like the worldview. I didn't like the, the story. Did not. It sell was not you. a compelling. I just didn't like any of the characters. Kind of like, flat. Everybody's kind of flat. Yeah, <laughs> there weren't any cool chicks. There weren't any cool animals. The arc is kind of lame. I mean, yeah, yeah. it is just it was so literal, and I didn't yeah. understand the whole like dying for your sins like i just didn't understand no, how that, that thing doesn't the dying i don't understand the transaction and i was also really like y'all are really shoehorning holy ghost into this trinity here like mm-hmm. this is not this, like you got two dudes who are kind of separate and equal father son and then you just threw this third wheel holy ghost scooby-doo character in here like <laughs> <Holy> what, <ghost. laughs> what? so i was just never into it and um I remember, though, the first time I ever said that I didn't believe in Jesus out loud. And it was kind of scary. It was a big deal because I was like 10. And um, I, there was a moment where I kind of thought like a bolt of lightning was going to strike me or something. You know, Just saying it out loud. But anyway, um, so my parents are not particularly religious. Um, the Presbyterians believe in um, predestination, which is the idea that if God's all powerful and all knowing, he already knows if you're going to go to heaven or not. So you really shouldn't worry about all of that because if you seem like a good person and do good things, then you're probably a good person going to heaven and that's between you and God. So, so like your predetermined outcome will like dictate your life basically. Yeah. So that's handy. They're very much like a, let's mind our own fucking business kind of religion. I can get behind that. And the other thing that's hilarious about them is their Lord's prayer is instead of forgive us our trespasses, it's forgive us our debts as we forgive Whoa. those who debt against us, which ah, is ah. my freaking parents, yeah. because my mom is Scottish and German, and they're like the cheapest people <laughs> on the planet. And um, but my mom, being Scottish and German, she grew up in Pennsylvania. She grew up with a lot of um, uh, sort of Scottish folk superstition right. and stuff. So she has a lot of um, unusual kind of superstitious beliefs. And when she prays, 
she goes out on our back porch and prays to either our deceased pets, our golden retrievers, or her family members and friends that have passed away, which is very much super pagan ancestor yeah. worship. Yeah. That's awesome situation. So she she's a lot witchier than you know. I think she lets on. Yeah, and <laughs> or she even realizes. Well, and she also grew up in the '60s, so she she raised me on um, astrology. She always used to say that Linda Goodman's Sun Signs was the best parenting book she ever nice. got. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Um, and uh, she had a tarot. She didn't read tarot, but she had a deck. And I would, I would like look through all the cards, not understanding what they were. And um, we would, we had a tradition every the the week before or the month before school. We would use the Ouija board to see who my homeroom teacher was going to be. Did it work? Yeah, but that's but awesome. it would only do like one or two letters. It would do like initials. But yeah, I would always, and so, so she was, she was child of the sixties. She was kind of into, to new agey stuff. So, and then my dad's just not, I've never heard him talk about God or religion or anything yeah. like ever. He's just kind of not. Yeah. I never, my dad really never talked about it either. I feel like I owe a lot to my dad actually, because despite. Well, you're outnumbered. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Despite <laughs> just kidding. I love you. Despite being a uh, Roman Catholic and having been raised that. He always encouraged a very healthy, like, sense of, um, or a very healthy, like, like, sense of exploration <laughs> yeah, and finding sense of exploration your own and questioning, yeah. critical and, uh, thinking, critical thinking. That's yes, too. that's what I'm trying to say. Well, it sounds like he had a little bit of rejection of the Catholic Church. Oh, I, can I, we himself. can we just start? I definitely think so. Referring to Catholics as papists, I love oh. saying that because <laughs> it sounds like it's something dirty, and it just means that you. You follow the Pope. It does sound But I dirty. love to call all my Catholic friends papists. I really well, I remember this very specific time watching some like dumb, dumb show on TV. And I was like seven or eight. And um, they said something uh, on the show. And it was about like the Bible or something like that. And they said something on the show. And my dad like made a comment about how it was wrong. And I said, but isn't that in the Bible? And my dad looked at me. And I'm never going to forget it. He said, uh, the Bible was written by men. It wasn't written by God. Wow. Like y always keep that, that in mind, you know, in anything you do, always remember it was just a bunch of guys. And like, I, I think back and I was like, wow, that was really something for my dad to say. Oh no shit. Like, that's that was, awesome. And I'm never going to forget it. Man. Unless you have my copy of the Bible, which is the Bible which by God. Totally Ooh. by God. Yeah. I got uh, that freshman year from campus crusade for Christ. But you also got free pizza. Oh, no, th they had free uh, Taco Cabana. Sorry, I knew it was something I was free. like, I really want some free queso. I did all sorts of stuff for free shit in college. That's the story of college. Yeah. But I did, um, oh, they, they were going door to door trying to ensnare the freshmen, and they were like, we're doing a survey. And I'm like, I love talking about my own opinions. Let's do this. And they were like, true or false, salvation comes from Jesus. And I was like, mm, false. <laughs> And they were like, sorry, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> and then they, they had some other questions that were basically the same. And I was that's like. That's wrong? They told you that? Yeah. That, that was the wrong answer. The, that, the answer was true, apparently. Um, but well, then. did you know? But they were like, blah, blah, blah. We're from Campus Crusade for Christ. Mm. And I was like, slow down with the alliteration. Like, I mean, I, I, love, I, love, I love a double alliteration, but three's. But three's triple? Fuck. Yeah. It just blew your fucking mind. But I was like, well, y'all should come to, um, you know, like a pagan student association meeting that I just joined. And they were like, uh, and once again, totally not prepared for 
converting mm-hmm. converting the heathens yeah they weren't ready for that it's been a few hundred years they have the christians have forgotten like yeah. you said they have a script for atheists they don't have one yeah. for anything oh yeah else. i feel like you probably like if you're jewish too you could be like yeah i'm one of the chosen people maybe maybe muslim and hindu they have i don't know i don't know maybe buddhists i'd be curious to talk to someone who is hindu to see yeah like how people treat them because obviously we are three white women so it comes with or european three women of european descent so it comes with a different sort of like cultural baggage that people feel like they have the right to tell you things or people just assume that you believe the same way they do and if you're not you're clearly jewish you must (laughs) oh you're not christian Uh, oh you're jewish i mean okay I think I that because most of my clothes have spikes on them, <laughs> people kind of yeah, get a vibe that I'm not into the baby J. And you know what? I think people get a little bit more upset at somebody who looks like me because I look more normal or or right. Jewish, apparently. more Jewish. <laughs> apparently, I'm sorry. We keep making what we're making fun of is people thinking that there is a Jewish look, and yeah, then not and then also the thinking people. that it is okay to announce that to somebody. We're not, yeah, this is, yeah, we're not doing anything but that. But because I work with children and cultivate this very, like, sweet, understanding, like, uh, PC persona that it's more jarring and upsetting to people when I step out of it. And they're like, oh, she has tattoos. And oh, she has these opinions, and oh my goodness, she's a feminist? Oh my, oh god. my god. All of those things at once. Feminist is almost... What is this This independent thinking one. spree? I don't even... I don't uh. understand. Her uterus must be floating around inside her body, <laughs> making her crazy. <laughs> Just floated up to my head and took over my brain. Put you in a sanitarium stat. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, that kind of ties nicely into that... Uh, I'm gonna... Like gynopunk yeah that I, was fascinating yeah so um explain inter- so i came across this article about um a collective in spain called um gynopunk and i just love some of the language they used obviously it was translated i should have probably read it in the original catalan but um yeah uh, one of the quotes that i just loved was it, the article was saying they call them side themselves cyborg witches because they bypass the public medical system think alternative medicine ancestral knowledge chinese medicine witchcraft grandma's recipes meets technology and what they are is they have um, a collective um like sort of co-op workspace and they have this sort of punk diy aesthetic where um they're working on uh hackable sort of um low cost or do-it-yourself um, equipment for gynecology. So if you are in a third world country or you're in a country where access to family planning or things of that nature are a problem, then you could conceivably, um, with a th- 3d printer or with a low cost kit, be able to, um, they, they've designed these, uh, self made self diagnosing, um, centrifuges. So you could test yourself for STDs. You could test your fertility, and basically take your women's health into your own hands if for, you know, because of class or money or uh, political restrictions, you don't feel comfortable going to a conventional doctor or you don't have that option. And it got me thinking just because even, I mean, I feel like I've always had a lot of, I've been pretty confident about seeking out medical attention when I needed it. And I, I don't normally feel like I'm denied access when I seek it. 
However, um, you know, we still live in a, a system where doctors are trained in the context of women's health issues are considered to be the abnormal version of male health. So, um, and, and it's just a really pervasive opinion, you know, that, that being a woman is sort of a pre-existing condition and yeah, the, the yeah, idea that, right. that, um, you know, you don't have a lot of research going into things like, um, ovarian cancer or, um, HPV and things like that. And that people are very, like here in Texas, we had a big controversy about the HPV vaccine, people being really upset, thinking that it was somehow going to encourage women to be promiscuous and their children as whores or something but first right. of all dudes can get hpv yep. um they just don't get cervical cancer from it because they don't have cervixes but um you know if somebody came out with a lung cancer vaccine everybody would be signing up for it no one would be like oh, well this is going to encourage the chillins to take up smoking smoke those cigarettes you know so um but but i just loved some of their language they were talking about midwife gangs and, and cyborg witches and, and uh, gynepunks and stuff. And, and that really is kind of where the role of the witch evolved out of. You know, this idea of being a medicine woman, being midwives were typically, you know, part of the, the profession of a, of a village witch or wise woman or cunning woman. And so... Um, a healer. Yeah, yeah. And um, and also particularly um, abortionists would be, I mean, today are very stigmatized and pretty much throughout history have been performed by people that are kind of on the fringes doing it in, in a kind of clandestine manner because it's suppressed. And that has frequently been equated with witchcraft either to be pejorative or in truth was being performed by people that had alternative sort of a, a witchcraft practice. So um, I just really liked the language and the ideas of it and, and this idea of um, witchcraft activism. Mm. So um, this particular group in Spain is doing a lot of stuff that, that has more um, of a hacker kind of inventor sort of working with like new technologies like 3D printing and stuff. So it's very much about hands-on kind of stuff. But definitely the the cultural shift that they're trying to push is to me is very spiritual and is, is a form of sort of witchcraft like activism. Like outsider, do-it-yourself kind of yeah. um, hands-on healing basically. Yeah, and, yeah. and operating outside the system. Right. Operating outside of a patriarchal um, paradigm. Well, yeah. the witch is the outcast. Yeah. Yep. And I think that is one of the things that's so frustrating about the whitewashing uh, of witchcraft in oh. general and the way that the term Wicca is used as being synonymous with witchcraft and Wicca with witch, which is not true. Like you can be Wiccan and not be a witch and you can most definitely be a witch and not be a Wiccan. But I think that in a lot of times it's used as this sort of PC. Yeah, like you were well, saying, a PC way of saying you're a witch. Like that meme that you shared with us that's in your... Uh, yeah, I've been seeing like a lot on, on Pinterest and stuff. You see these pictures that's like, I'm I'm a witch or I'm a Wiccan. I, I worship nature. I don't worship Satan. Um, I don't worship nature, by the way. Yeah, like, oh, like kind of trying like to be... I like it and especially trees. But... 
Right. Yeah, but basically just these memes of, of being like, oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm a say, I'm a good witch. I, yeah, basically. That's I'm not a fucking thing, man. Right. It's you're like a, a witch. Like, it's not like you're a good witch or a bad witch. You're like a there's white no, witch. There's no, I don't attach like some kind of, I mean, moral or immoral signifier in yes. front of that. Right. That's the thing. Like, the idea of being a witch and being an outcast, you are creating your own moral code you don't have to by saying i'm a good witch you are oh my god what am i trying to say you're forcing yourself into someone else's moral code right and that is unnecessary because witchcraft in and of itself is the creation of your own moral code right like you don't have to say that you're a good person by their standards because honestly we're not good people by those standards i don't go to church Right, I those standards like, are not the standards I subscribe to. Yeah, like right. I, I think that a woman can have an abortion if she standards. wants. Yeah. I think that everybody should have whatever, like think, live and let live, man. But I think too, I think what's missing or what's like, what's so screwed up about today's, I guess, um, social moral code is that to me a lot of the things that we consider universal moral code have nothing to do with what people are trying to ascribe to society right now. And like, universal moral code isn't a thing. Like, like not, not really. No, no. that's all social right. constructs. Everybody, everything in life just acts within its own nature. That's true. And there is no universal good. There's I'm just no saying like maybe evil. don't kill people. Like, that's but the thing is like, there's no, like don't kill people because we have created a society. We have a social construct in which, in a social contract that to live within our society you can't go out and kill people and it's not that killing and violence is morally wrong in a universal way to me it's wrong but that's because of my own morals it's because really to live within our society you have kind of want to live with other people yeah you've signed (laughs) on sort of the trade-off yeah that's the trade-off so it's not that there is some high being or some universal morality right I guess maybe that's more of what I'm saying. Like the social contract to me ascribes things like that. But like all of this other shit, like go to church, save aborted fetuses or don't abort fetuses. Like all of that shit, that is not, it's not part of the original social contract. It's like, it's more, um, what am I trying to say? You can delete this whole part of it. It doesn't make sense. But like it's more um, subcategorized. Like you've now like layered it down to such a fine point of, what the fuck we're supposed to do with our lives and and you've made it like mostly male dominated you know constructs it's just it's infuriating and who can be good who can be morally good and morally right in these like terribly specific and this really specific way that you have decided like really then no one is good right because to be good is to be perfect and that's just not a thing nailed it God, totally good. on top of that. No, but well, yeah. I mean, going back to She's the the witch as as outcast. I mean, to me, like the the definition of magic is using your will to affect the changes that you want, or to create a reality that you have directed solely through your will. So that literally is operating out of the system. If if you are creating acts of magic you are relying on your personal will above all other forces. So that, that is antinomian by definition Mm -hmm. um, that 
so, and that's that's threatening to people because you're operating outside of the system. And I think that the other thing we're talking about Wicca sort of being uh, being adopted as sort of a PC term for paganism or witchcraft is I also find that, and this is why I've stopped self-identifying as pagan, although that is true, to me, paganism is an umbrella. Um, not all pagans are witches. And if you look back at pagan societies where it wasn't just Christians and not Christians, but like, you know, in ancient Greece, for example, you had, you know, lay people, folk people that, you know, would make offerings to the gods or invoke the gods or have family shrines that were practicing a folk religion. They were pagan, but you wouldn't really consider them witches per se. You had um, official ordained clergy, priests and priestesses that were performing public rituals and attending to shrines and whatnot, and they're not considered witches. The people that were called in the literature by their peers or in fiction, witches or sorceresses, were you know Medea, Circe, people th- that was a completely separate thing, and all of those people were all pagans in the sense that they were not Christians. And same with other, you know, pre-Christian societies, like in Norse culture, you know, Viking culture, you had people that, you know, would pour out an offering to Thor or whatever, but then you, and, but you also had, you know, vulvas that were practicing Seath and they were considered sorceresses or witches. So there, there is a very specific otherness to the practice of magic as opposed to merely being pagan being pagan yes being and i think that people also tend to confuse paganism with just merely being polytheist or or for some reason being nature-based which we kind of touched on a second ago where i certainly have a lot of reverence for nature and experience a lot of spirituality through nature but i wouldn't say i worship Worship. nature Mm -mm. other than that i sort of um, have a pantheistic sort of worldview and the idea that that all of the universe has is made of divinity so in that sense yeah nature has has that's what it's made out of but so but i also think that lots of other things are spiritual that aren't nature like music or colors or um animals or having a great conversation with somebody or um things like that 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 can happen in nature or or not so um I, th- I think that that has also been used to kind of try to diffuse people's anxiety about pagans try- or, or witches or Wiccans or, or all of it. All yeah, of it. The to entire be like, umbrella oh, no, of anything just, not Christian. We or- worship nature because that sounds like so sweet and quaint and mm-hmm. kind of like you're just this doofy hippie that's that's kind of kind of a flake but harmless. Um, it's not, but it's not what. Well, it's definitely not what we are. And yeah. yeah, in your face. Yeah. And I mean, no, but I mean, it, that umbrella is too big. Mm-hmm. And and it's, yeah, like you said, it's whitewashing. Yeah, it's whitewashing. And here's the thing. I, can, I, I think that I, like, as part of witchcraft, write my own moral code. I don't consider violence to be inherently morally wrong. Right. And um, I don't consider, like, cursing or anything like that. So that meme that you showed 
uh, that we'll post uh, so <laughs> the internet can see it. Whereas, like, I won't put a curse. On, like, I'm a witch, but I worship nature, and I won't put a curse on you. Like, like you said, like, fuck you, I will put a curse on you. Like, bitch, I will put a curse on you. If you have done something to me, then curses will be had. Like, if you have brought me to that point, like, if someone brought me to the point of punching them or attacking them. Like, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah, I'm not going to hold back. I'm not a pacifist. I'm not going to hold back. Like, you have brought me to this point. I'm very much an eye for an eye sort of person. Me and my husband get into this argument because he thinks that revenge is morally wrong he's a turn the other cheek guy yeah and i'm like no revenge is not morally wrong if you have wronged me then i am going to exact vengeance on you right and i think that's just such a valkyrie yeah Yeah, you you do seem like yeah if somebody hurt me or my family i would come at them with everything like there is no turning back if i like I just can't imagine like having a kid or something that kid being kidnapped or hurt and not going balls to the wall insane on whoever did it. Like it would just be done. That would be it. She's such a badass. Thank you. (laughs) (sighs) This has been quite the spirited conversation, ladies. Yeah, it has been. This is good. I have a question that's a little off topic, but what Scarlett was saying made me think of it. So we've established that we don't worship nature. What do we worship, if anything at all? Do we call Mm. it worship? I don't even Mm -hmm. really necessarily think of or use that word in my mind or my Mm -hmm. practice. I mean, I have reverence for lots of shit. I mean, many deities, ancestors, uh, nature like have reverence for all of these things do i necessarily worship it no do i use all of these um spirits for guidance absolutely does that make sense yeah no that makes sense <laughs> yeah <And> trees <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like probably because we all sort of grew up in a a mostly christian sort of normative culture that to me worship Oh, is more defined by that practice where it's it's more passive. It's that there's a a power binary where you are worshiping this all powerful yeah. monotheistic deity, and you are basically able to act at by the the grace of this force, and you're kind of constantly offering you know homage and and tithing to this deity. Penance, to, but that that it's very passive and that basically you're you're constantly struggling to kind of be worthy of the attention or notice or affection of this um, detached being which to me is is not being very present in the world it's all very hypothetical and very waiting for things to happen to you right and not having a lot of agency and like i was saying i mean to me magic is is basically an act of agency this idea of of to me, like then that's why I really liked uh, the article about some of these sort of activist wish groups, that kind of idea of uh, taking this this role of like the fortune teller or the medicine woman or um, any of those sort of kind of antinomian or, or basically saying you don't you can affect change for yourself or you can choose your destiny or become aware of your destiny or make choices through your own power or our own power collectively, as opposed to just merely waiting for something to happen to you from God or waiting something, waiting to be blessed or um, forgiven by some sort of um, ecclesiastic 
representative or, you know, even more abstractly by, you know, a patriarchal government. Like you don't have to wait for a doctor that was trained in a sort of sexist medical institution to decide that your fertility or your reproductive organs are not a pre-existing condition where you have to pay higher insurance premiums for them. You know, you don't have to wait for a police force to decide that you are responsible for preventing acts of violence against your own person. You know, you don't have to wait for, you know, a legal system to ensure that you have equal protections under the law and um, equal financial benefits to other people. Like you can find ways to work around that and advocate for yourself. Um, and that's what witchcraft is to me. And and that's why I was really interested in, in talking about activism today. That idea of, of uh, sort of bridging the sort of spiritual or philosophical aspect of it versus like, you know, practical action. Real world application. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fan fucking tastic. I th- this was great. No, um, good talk. Good talk. No, th- I think there's a lot to glean from this conversation mm-hmm. for hopefully for you, our listeners. Uh, it's definitely been you're edu- welcome, uh, internet. Super educational for me. I mean, I'll speak for myself. It's very, um, I don't know, uh, reassuring and um, exciting to me to think about this aspect of 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 what we're doing. And um and what and what we can do. I think that um there's a lot of great things in the future for fucking witchcraft. For fucking witchcraft. I I just wanted to end with this quote that was in that Brooklyn Brewhouse curse, uh, Donald Trump, where um one of them said, "Let's take advantage of their existing fear of women, of immigrants, of black and brown folk," which yes. I love that like. It's taking the things that people think are scary. Like we were like how we started off saying that we feel like our peers would probably be kind of freaked out or think that we're bad people if they heard we're a witch. But like, you know, are there ways to use that to achieve ends or to embrace it and not in a way where you sort of reclaim it and defang it or make it, you know, domesticated and Mm -hmm. non-threatening but that you can kind of control how and when and where that sort of visceral reaction is and direct it to be helpful to you at least or something. Yeah. That was awesome. (laughs) That's a great preach. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, episode four. We're signing out. All right. Hocus Hocus pocus, bitches. bitches.